transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. Prepare to have your bones chilled and your hairs raised. It's the Whack Arnold's Brothers Podcast. Now we gotta get this podcast going because this podcast is about to be bussing. Okay. <laughs> um. <real. laughs> yeah, we're we're talking about no cap sl- slang. <laughs> you know, every now and then I'll let an occasional like that slaps like like a, like a, maybe on lunch I'll go get like a chicken strip basket and I'll be like, oh man, those chicken strips slap. That's like the only like terminology that I'll use because. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I try, I try, I try to 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 use what I understand when I'm around the the youngsters. I just feel and, awkward. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I clearly say it wrong most of the time, or not with the right inflection, or you know. Uh, anyway, it's you know, new slang. It's it's hard. It's it's just, just fucking hard. Yeah. You ever just have a random thought pop in your head? So, oh. um. I know that when we record, like you typically will watch in the background, like the movie that um, we're reviewing. And mm-hmm. I do that sometimes too. But every now and then I'll watch, I'll just pop on like an old paper, like wrestling pay per view. Nice. Um, right now I'm watching uh, WCW uh, Spring Stampede 1999. Um, <laughs> and it made me think, I remember when I was living in Missouri and I was a huge wrestling fan. And WCW Monday Nitro was like three hours. Um, and this is like the peak peak Goldberg uh, when he still had the streak going. Um, and I remember uh, going to Nitro and making this awesome handmade sign. I drew Goldberg. Um, <laughs> and Goldberg's standing in a body of water. And he has uh, the Titanic above him. And he's breaking it in half. You know. <laughs> iceberg goldberg i thought it was i thought it was i was like 11 and i was like i thought it was super clever i don't know why that just yeah that's that, badass but... <laughs> just but, breaking the titan yeah i i thought it was clever as shit i also i also that night uh diamond dallas page came through the crowd uh and being able to run over and you know pat him on the back like at that age that was like the coolest thing in the world like yeah dude. i'll just go the next day like dude i touched ddp last night <laughs> dude like he just like like a like pretty much like a fucking superhero you know oh hell yeah uh that's crazy yeah i so some... i still i've never been to a live wrestling event yeah uh, yeah like oh really yeah but you were, were you, like were you ever like super into it though um, I wasn't like as like like diehard into it. Like I was, I was mostly into it through like you and Troy. Like okay. Tro- so Troy was like the a, big one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, yeah, I went to, you just were never like diehard enough to go to like a show. Yeah. Well, I guess also. Well, my parents weren't really down with the wrestling, so. Okay. Well, not only that, you'd have to go to Seattle. Like, I never went to a show in Washington. All the shows I went to. But I was living in Missouri, and you know they would come to St. Louis or Kansas City mm-hmm. all the time. So it's like I went to um, I went to a Monday Nitro once. I went to a WWF house show twice, um, and it was always just super fun. Like they W WWF came to Spokane like seven months ago, um, but I didn't go because it was a lot of just like uh, 
like mid card guys. You know, they, oh, they yeah, weren't yeah, bringing yeah. they weren't bringing like the main attraction types. But yeah, I feel so like if they if they wrestled a, if they did an event over on the west side, it'd probably be at like the Tacoma Dome or something. Yeah. So the last time, if I remember correctly, the last time they were over there was WrestleMania 19. And that oh, was in shit. the Tacoma Dome. Yeah. Um, and fuck, I wish I would have like been a fan then. I feel like uh, if a pay-per-view ever came to Seattle, like I would definitely go just like for nostalgia's sake. It. I mean, I'd try to get tickets. It, yeah, it, it'd just be a fun, a fun fucking night. You oh know? fuck yeah! So sw- switching back into the topic of horror, <laughs> uh, Scream Six trailer. Yeah. So apparently, I mean, I don't get what the big controversy is over this trailer. You know, I haven't uh, heard, I, controversy. I yeah. So the, there's so much million. buzz on the internet where people are like complaining about uh, Ghostface using a shotgun to oh blast that homie God. in the fucking convenience store. Whoa, whoa. You know, it's it's like it's one, the best response, and this is like my take on it, kind of too. But the best response I read was somebody was like people complaining him, you know, about Ghostface using a shotgun. He literally killed somebody with a fucking garage door in a movie. <laughs> so, yeah, like, like what what's the like he's it's not he's like he's not slashing he, people. People, <laughs> like, as, people as Ghostface have you like have used a, a handgun yeah. before. You know, They're acting so like it's it's like fucking Leatherface not using a chainsaw or something. Right, it's, you know right, what I mean? It's like right, it, right. It, it, well, to, it to me it don't make come, sense. People always got to bitch about shit, dude. It's super annoying. Yeah. So instead of like marveling at this great uh, 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 trailer that brings a lot of questions and intrigue, you're going to focus on something so like that's fucking petty. Yeah. So, you know, that's kind of like, but the trailer, like in my opinion, it looks fucking dope. Like it looks like it's going to, it dude. slaps. It, 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 it. No cap. Yeah. Yes. The, uh, the, yeah. <laughs> The shrine room, like, yo, yeah, and just that line that he said, what does he say? He says, like, she's a she's referring to, um, you know, having dealt with Ghostface before, and I think he says something like, uh, I'm different or something like that, or or I forget what he says. I need to watch it. They definitely like like are trying to establish that it's not like it's not the ghost it's not a ghost face you're familiar with or you will absolutely at all yeah. you know and like something like that trophy room looks like fucking batman's trophy room with you know in the back cave with all those like random memorabilia memorabilia yeah. like t-shirts from the original movie you know dude, like a variety wait. of different suits like i just can't wait dude it's just i, I you know i'm not you know the one thing i'm so i'm surprised if people are going to bitch about something, I'm surprised that they're not bitching about the change of setting, which I'm totally fine with. Put them in a yeah. new environment. Obviously, I don't think they're going, we, we already talked about this before, but I don't think they're going to go like Jason takes Manhattan with it or, you know, Chucky in space with it to where, but I, th- I don't know, a change of scenery. Like, I'm cool with it. I think it's a good thing. I mean, it'll showcase the new dynamic of of this ghost face where it seems like uh this this killer looks like or seems to be like a little more uh willing to be senseless in some of its violence you know yeah that's ex- absolutely and or there could be multiple like who knows there's probably gonna be that would that would that's be a good in- point, interesting though. That, that's a good point though you put like that's you know he's very 
brazen you know in yeah. public yeah you know what i mean like that's not a typical i mean there's been times where ghostface is like killed in uh in, in, pu- uh, in public a in bit, public but, but, but that not whole, that like yeah yeah that whole sequence in the in the convenience store it's like it's something you like i don't know i just did like i you know they're not playing around they know? ain't playing around that's for fucking sure i still uh, need to see i still need to see megan i still i still need to see megan me too um you know i've again i've just heard good things about it i've heard that they've greenlit a sequel already oh wow uh, yeah apparently it's like that that intriguing of a pro of a property so yeah. you know definitely warrants viewing i suppose yeah i ended up going in uh, last weekend i was gonna go see megan and then a friend of mine was like hey you want to go see avatar I was like, yeah, sure. And then I realized it's like three hours and 20 minutes. And I was like, fuck my life. Yeah, that movie's a commitment, it sounds like. Uh, yeah. Did you end up seeing it, though? Avatar? Yeah. 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 Uh, what's yeah. your hot take? Um. So, you know, it's one of those things. We had to wait forever for it. Um, and I feel like, so because of that, like my expectations were a little bit higher. I'm not saying I didn't like the movie. Um, it's, it's once again, an absolutely gorgeous movie mm-hmm. and what James Cameron, and he's one of my favorite filmmakers of all time. Um, and I, I just, I honestly wish that he w- was, was doing something more with this time instead of sticking with this universe. It's a beautiful movie. Uh, uh I was like blown away by, what he was able to do with the CGI to like create this, you know, beautiful new world. Uh, having said that way too long, um, and very plot wise, super similar to the first movie. Um, so, you know, there was obviously some really cool, uh, action sequences, but it was just like I said, in my plot wise, very similar to the second. And then the way it ends leading into the next one, it's just like going to be like, re- going to rehash the same thing. It's just, you know, anyway, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I feel I'd... like, I feel like it's one of those, this is going to sound weird. So I'm going to contradict myself with what I'm about to say. It's one of those movies where because of the scope of the movie and how beautiful it is, you want it, you would want to see it in the theater. But having said that, Due to the length, I wish I would have watched it at home. Hmm. That is interesting. You know, I think that yeah, ultimately that's like the one like real big downside is that it's a it's a long story, and you bring up a good point. And I, I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard similar things where it's like it's it's it feels very similar to the first the first totally. Avatar. Just um, in a new setting, yeah. Yeah, that can be kind of hard to sell. But that being said, it's made like almost two fucking billion dollars at this point, or of course some shit. It has. Like it's it's, cr- yeah, it's dude, crazy, it's just crazy that wonder. Like he already had um, the number one and number two record for box office, uh, which is crazy. Yeah. I don't know how he does it, but I like once again, you know, there's all these rumors about how he's going to make three of them and then there's going to be six of them and this, that, and the next. It's like, I want to see him do something else. I'd like to see him get back yeah. to some, maybe a little more sci-fi with a tinge of horror, you know? Yeah. It is what it is. I mean, 
you know, at this point, James Cameron can do anything he fucking wants, but mm-hmm. it does seem strange that he's going to waste, I say waste, but he's going to use more of his time to just do these movies. So, but I did, know, I, whatever. One, one of the takeaways from it was watching the trailer for um, the new Indiana Jones movie. Um, yeah. And that actually, that actually looks... Um, pretty fucking good and i think it's going to um what's the word i'm looking for i think it's going to like make up for uh um, crystal skull yeah 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 (laughs) i hope so that movie was such a letdown it was it was uh but yeah it's still crazy what were you gonna say oh i just i can't wait for the new indiana jones i i'm I'm a huge fan so yeah, the, la- the last thing I'm going to say before we move on is it's just still crazy to me that Han, so- uh, Han Solo, uh, that um, <laughs> uh, that Harrison Ford was able to land not only the role of Indiana Jones but also the role of Han Solo and be in two of the uh, like biggest like trilogies of all time. It's crazy to me. Like, right? Just fucking right place right time i, I guess so. <laughs> but yeah we're you know we got a we got another movie a little different um, from the indian jones franchise <laughs> yeah we got another movie we got another movie we're talking about uh uh what is the movie for this week jared is your one of your picks yep it's uh a movie titled the convent it mm-hmm. came out uh, i think it first released on january 22nd 2000 so it's a, okay it's a brand it's a brand new you know millennium baby okay uh, and i will say this like it didn't in watching it the film quality didn't remind it i thought it made it look older than 2000 to me. yeah yeah it feels like a mid like 90s movie yeah for sure it was sort of strange i kept like sort of double checking i was like watching it and something would remind me you know like how you know it stands out it doesn't remind me of 2000 i like check the date again and be like it is and i like you know I've... anyway it it's it's an interesting one and and it's... it does have uh i'd say probably one of our one of our go-to horror yeah. icons in it yeah you know uh which is always a welcome treat with any of these movies adrian barbeau oh she's it, dude i love her she she's a, she's a she's just she's a fucking treat yes um, yes and yeah I, I just love her in anything she's in she just there's just something about her like even in um even in creep show where she plays this absolutely despicable character um she's incredible yeah. Uh, I feel like she, I feel like she's, uh, I feel like she's underrated. Oh, for sure. I feel, I feel like she's underrated. For sure. Um, she's like, she, to, she's as badass as Sigourney Weaver, uh, but just didn't ever have like a real, like shining breakthrough moment. You know okay. what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, I think, I think she's just, I don't know. Yeah, it's like you know, just kind of. If you're a horror fan, you know her name. But if you're not totally. a horror fan, she's one of those actresses where you, you watch a movie and you're just like, I've seen her in something. I've seen her before. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. And it was so. It's uh, she's the only real person of note 
um, that you'll recognize in this movie. Uh, I'll get to the, the director in a minute, but um, some of the other uh, actors in this movie, uh, the, apparently the the guy that plays Brandt, his name is uh, uh, Liam Kyle Sullivan. I'd never heard of him, but he uh, was popular um, for, it was like a viral video, like before that was the term for it, but he made that, that oh like, my gosh. That that shoes video. Oh uh, my god, dude! Yeah, let me buy that top. <laughs> that shit was annoying as hell, but he 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 was became viral for that. You know, shoes. Oh so he he's in it, and then um, Kelly Mantle, <laughs> the person that plays Dicky Boy, is apparently uh, a drag queen that has has some notoriety. Um, and then obviously oh. uh, Bill Mosley. Uh, one another one of our favorites has a very short yep. role, and then Coolio um, has probably <laughs> one of the most hilarious roles. And they're both, you know, in it for less than three minutes combined. Uh, Dude, Coolio is one of my favorite lines in this movie. But yeah, aside from them, it's just a grab bag of you know. Apparently, the girl that plays Clarissa um, was like a semi reoccurring character on the seventy show. That seventy show. Um, huh. but I, I never really got into that show that much. Oh man. I love that 70s show, but I don't, re I don't recognize, recognize them either way. But, like, yeah. It is. It's kind of just like a grab bag of like a handful of random actors. And like, like you said, just a couple of people of note. Mm -hmm. That's so funny about that Liam yeah. Sullivan guy. Like I wouldn't ever have guessed, yeah, but super random. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's also directed by, uh, guy by the name of Mike Mendez who I'd never heard of but I'm looking through his his um, his filmography and uh, he has a segment in a horror anthology movie called Tales of Halloween um, uh -huh. that came out in 2015 which I actually enjoy it's a pretty it's a pretty solid uh, horror anthology but aside from that he's directed a bunch of really random shit like a, a bimbo movie bash um, and then he has some like uh, sci-fi channel type movies like uh, Big Ass Spider and and Lava Lanchula. Um, oh my God! So let's just Lava say that. <laughs> let's just say that his filmography is not, uh, you know, that rich or prestigious as some yeah. of the other directors we've discussed. Not, not gonna be uh, not gonna be getting on any any lists, you know, for for this you know uh, this director. You know what's weird is one of the random things about this movie is that uh, the wig that Adrian Barbeau wears uh, mm. is the same wig that she wore when she, filming Swamp Thing. <laughs> <laughs> that is so random. And then another yeah. random one is uh, this movie used uh, apparently this is on the Wikipedia page. It was not like I like went digging, you know, and find a treasure trove of information about this movie but apparently this movie used some leftover sets from leprechaun 5 in the hood which is also kind of slightly interesting um and due to the budget which you can notice in some of the movie um that they probably didn't have that big of a budget but due to the budget they only had one set of those uh contacts for oh, the demon yeah. effect and so <laughs> they had one fucking set of these contacts that <laughs> Did they just basically like they just had Swap to pass them? Out. Them? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, crazy to me to think. 
Yeah, that's nuts. But yeah, this uh, is like a movie that I, until a couple of like seven, eight months ago, I never even heard of, you know, it just like flew under the radar. Maybe it didn't have a radar. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I picked it because, you know, it sounded like a pretty, like, pretty di- like basic premise that yeah. like, you know, you can either do good with or do bad with, you know, it's like, it, it uh, definitely, it definitely reminded me of like the wish version um of um oh my god i'm not or, or am i really not gonna be able to think of the fucking title right now um <laughs> i know it like was kind of compared to um what is it demons in a way you know and i can see that a little bit but oh no that thank you for saying the word demons yeah it's like a uh, i don't know why i couldn't think of the title but it's like a wish the wish version of night of the demons um, yeah 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 for sure which has this sort of similar um setup uh but yeah um this movie does uh, you know right off the bat just jumps you into this like wild fucking scenario if you ask yeah. me <laughs> yeah dude it like like okay so it it immediately takes take like to follow you follow this like young lady who <laughs> obviously looks badass oh uh, hell yeah carrying a canister of gas into like um this like <laughs> you know religious school like catholic at school or what a church or whatever and like a boarding school yeah yeah and just immediately like though this is the opening sequence she like goes into this place and like starts like with a baseball bat starts beating down like a bunch of nuns and a priest that are like taking communion and like then she starts <laughs> like pouring gas everywhere and like dumping gas on him she's smoking a stove and yeah. like drops the stove just lights some people up like in this first sequence there's like a nun on fire in like the first <laughs> minute of this movie <laughs> yeah it's crazy yeah and then she and then like furthermore she just whips she because she walked in with a duffel bag oh, and yeah. you see like the baseball bat poking out uh but then she just pulls out a shotgun and just fucking opens fire just <laughs> <laughs> yeah just starts gta blasting people yeah dude. you're like holy Christ. fuck it's nuts it's like it's like a really intense opening but it all you know like you you know there's something behind this isn't just some random killing you know you you know that there's a reason right. why this character is doing this for some for whatever yeah, it, it is and also uh uh um this particular event uh happened in 1960 yes um, you know and then it jumps to present day but yeah you know it may, it, 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 we haven't there's a lot of things that reoccur on this podcast. Uh, things like a, a random explosion for no reason in a movie. Um, uh, 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 pointless sex scenes. Uh, but one thing that hasn't happened too often is a uh, massacre in a church or a massacre in a boarding school. The only one I can think of is um, that uh, uh, incredible, incredible sequence at the end of Evil Speak. Oh um, yes, yeah. That scene is so amazing. Oh man, I feel yeah, like every we time we talk about Evil Speak, it makes me just want to go watch it again. Go watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's another like unsung hero, like of horror movies that not many people have 
probably seen or heard of but yeah just the opening opening sequence is crazy you're like what did i just witness yeah exactly (laughs) and then like you said it jumps you 40 years and and, uh you get introduced to clarissa yeah, Clarissa. It sounds like something makes me think of a Wolzol. Yeah, Clarissa. Yeah, they spell it C L O instead of C L A. Like Clarissa explains it all. Like, um, did they do they know somebody with that had that spelled their name like that, and that's why they did it? I just I've never seen that before, and no, so it just it never. cracked me the fuck up. But yeah, uh, she she. She seems to be, you know, leaving a, uh, a, a sorority. Yeah, um, with a Trader Joe's bag. That was one of the dead giveaways that I was like, "This is in the 2000s, speak for sure." Because I didn't catch that. Because she, mm-hmm. yeah, she was catching a, she was, she was holding a, pa- a brown paper Trader Joe's bag. I was like, "What the fuck?" It also blew is... my mind. I was like, "Has Trader Joe's been around that long?" Yeah, <laughs> I was just gonna ask that. How long has Trader Joe's been around? Because I didn't like get turned on to them until like five, six years ago. Yeah, I guess to at least since 2000 that's, great. that's crazy to think I didn't yeah trader that. joe's plug uh trader joe's also not a sponsor but could be you know get that <laughs> get that joe's money get that they, uh, you know i'm not a, i don't eat a lot of like uh gluten-free stuff but uh one of the best muffins i've ever had in my entire life was this chocolate mm. gluten-free muffin from trader joe's yeah, dude, they got hey, they got the snacks. Like, we're looking for if we, we, we you know if you want to sponsor us, we'll we'll yeah. drop it. We'll drop a you know. We'll, we'll, anyway, we'll, yeah, we'll leave we'll leave some kind. Word. I like their coffee too. I like I go there every now and then for for to get some coffee ground. Just get some coffee, and they got some pretty nice. pretty good coffee. They actually, but do. yeah, but yeah. So, so it's like Clarissa, and she gets immediately spooked. Yeah, by uh, somebody wearing a chicken mask right behind her. Super random. Super yeah. random. And oh my god, what's the name of that character though? It's Mo. Uh, Mo. Mo. So Mo is is a goth girl slash you know yep. like she's like that like the outcast of the movie you know totally totally uh, and. She's trying to convince her former homie. So in this whole scene, you learn that Clarissa used used to be uh, just as industrial and goth as as Mo is. <laughs> yeah, they, na- they they name drop like uh, one of them presumably sleeping with Joey Ramone. <laughs> that was so <laughs> random. What about your one night stand with Joey Ramone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, shh, don't tell anybody about that. <laughs> like, it's... And, right. And then Mo also like, because yeah, because as Mo, as she's talking with Mo, like her Jeep full of, you know, uh, <laughs> sorority and fraternity buddies, which we'll talk about in a second, roll yeah. up. Yeah. You know, and they sort of see her, and she doesn't want to be associated, you know, with Mo. Um, so Mo is like, <laughs> wa- asks for a ride and threatens to blackmail her by uh, threatening to show her friends um, a picture of them at a Misfits concert. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Super random. Like, yeah, dude. But, you know, like, it is strange because it's like uh, Clarissa is, uh, <laughs> is like, trying to be a sorority sister now and shit and like you said like a, a jeep full of uh frat and sorority members rolls up what's and... weird the weirdest part to me though is that 
they mention it this one time so you think it's gonna like come into play later in the movie like mm. her back like this background of her yeah but it never does so it's no. like mentioned here for absolutely zero fucking reason they could have thought of any reason for why you know for Mo to get the ride you know yeah that's the she wanted to ride because because apparently clarissa and her friends who we'll talk about in a second they're going to this convent as part of a an annual sorority slash fraternity prank or, or initiation whatever you want to call it where they go and they spray paint their letters and she, mo wants to go because she likes creepy stuff yeah but they could have thought of any way to have mo get a ride but they just they do like yeah i don't know why they like brought up this like backstory and never go back to it it just makes no sense to me it is so random it yeah it just it it was just i don't know it was just funny as hell um but okay so who's in the car that rolls up when when she's talking to mo um pretty insufferable (laughs) cast of characters so yeah uh, Frijole, which <laughs> is the character's name. Yeah, um, that's not a joke. He's, he's like a Latin lover type, and he uh, <laughs> he he is apparently uh, an ex. He got kicked out of the frat. It's never explained why. Probably bad grades, but he alludes to the fact that <laughs> he's been in college for a while, sort of like a, a Van Wilder type situation. Yeah, so there's free, he... there's Frijole. Uh, he's the single one of the group. Okay. Then we have Clarissa's boyfriend, Chad. Oh, uh, Chad. <laughs> he's a douchebag fraternity type, along with his good buddy Biff, <laughs> who is a who is black. Uh, he's like a he's like light skinned black. Uh, he's a fraternity member. His girlfriend Caitlin, who is terrible. Uh, she's like stereotypical valley girl type. Like some of the lines she says, it's like, oh my god. So yeah. there's them four. So they're all associated. And then Clarissa's nerdy brother Brant is there too and we learn when they get to the convent that he's pledging to be a lambda and they're sort of you know the joke's on him and he doesn't know it like he thinks that these guys are their friends and they're just picking on him you know he's he's there to be the 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 butt of their jokes type yeah. situation yeah yeah they're just straight using them like there's a line when they get to the convent because okay so so they oh and there's you know, also there's also Frijole's dog Boozer, who is oh, adorable. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, so they like they're, they're like calling you know to, at Clarissa to be like you know get in the get in the jeep we gotta go, and eventually I think it's Frijole, he like basically is like just bring the lesbo because they were calling her like calling Mo a lesbo. Yeah, there's the and, dyke. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And uh, so they all pile in and they get to the. The convent and one of the one of the things you you know you were just referencing um about brant you kind of learn this right as they're getting to the convent he has this line even where he's like like you know chloris is like what are you doing here and brant's all like i finished the guy's laundry like i you know they told me i could come or whatever and it's like very obvious right away that like they don't like this kid yeah and even right after that scene like chad comes up and gives him a wedgie and he's like good one chad um but there are some there are some pretty wretched dialogue uh in this movie because like you said when they roll up and see her talking to mo 
like uh, is that the dykes he's talking to and yeah. uh Fr- frijole talks about how all he needs is five minutes man i can i you know i, I can flip her straight um <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll show you wannabes what it takes to be the mac of ucc but when they walk up Dude, Caitlin, i forgot about that line the mac Caitlin, of ucc <laughs> Caitlin Sorry. has this line where when they walk up and she goes no what's that short for morticia <laughs> like Caitlin is the most insufferable character of this group. Yeah. Um, Oh, oh, and not only that, but Frijole. uh, So it's kind of ironic. Okay. We just did, um, we just did two ironic things about this. We just did Jack Frost, which had Mm -hmm. a character that slightly resembled Adrian Barbeau. Uh, But in that movie, there's that really awful, like, laffy taffy joke about what's the difference between snowman and snow women yeah there's there's this awful joke that frijole says as they roll up to the convent um and he says uh what kind of pussy does a priest get none none <laughs> jesus terrible this guy yeah so uh, you know they they get there and oh real real quick we forgot that uh while they were on their way there um they sort of stop outside of this this random house and they oh, talk yeah, about right. they talk they talk about Christine which is the name of the character from that intro scene and how uh she's this crazy old lady um that's basically a shut-in uh that lives in this house and how you know she's the quote unquote town legend um and you know they talk about their you know they talk about the convent story um and they they try to honk and sort of uh antagonize her essentially well yeah because like they're also a couple of them are like there's nobody that even lives in there like it's all a fucking story right right but But yeah they 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 honk free holy cat calls and there's just a quick shot of her and her second story window the light turns on you see a shadow of her and then the light turns off and they like flee so but yeah so we'll get back to what you're saying they pull up at the convent well and then you know they quickly realize that they got to bust down the doors and this is another kind of dickish move where like the frat guys make brant uh try and smash the door down yeah it's like a i don't even know if it was like a door it was like a um it just looked like an entrance that was like boarded over with wood yeah it was like yeah yeah well and then um i can't remember which of the frat guys is 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 it that like he basically like tries to like shove brant into into the wall at one point yeah Uh, and like there's this really (laughs) dumb like line where it's like brant's all like no let him do it because clarissa's like you know like Like, you know knock it off i'll quit picking on him yeah and like they basically like you know kind of jokingly ask clarissa like you know come on just one more time you know i think this is the first uh the first time the word pussy comes up in this in the movie which classic 2000 somebody calls somebody else a pussy (laughs) but yeah eventually they end up you know they get in obviously yeah they 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 slam him into it a second time um so yeah you know now they've entered yeah and like when they're in there like pretty quickly they stumble upon you know it's pretty gross in there cobwebs everywhere 
the bulldog uh, bo- whimpers you know yeah boozer it's a cute, boozers. cute dog cute boozer cute doesn't dog. seem to like really uh, agree with the, the environment you know mm-hmm. um but they come across a gurney and mo takes you know t- takes this the time to explain that's from the abortion and oh yeah you know there's this whole sequence this like a nightmare sequence of uh a young lady who 16 year old 16 year old who's like being held down by all these nuns and they inject her with something you know calm her down and they've like forced this like abortion on her basically yeah Uh, yeah. like these nuns and this priest yeah she Uh, talks about how she was you know supposedly kidnapped um and given abortion by father ryan and that one of the rumors is that uh the child was his yeah um, and, and that, that you know the whole thing that like led to the burning down of the place was directly from this because of that yeah that's yeah. that's the rumor like the urban legend as they as they reference oh oh my god caitlin has a, another another like just cringe line after that so yeah, she tells that whole story, and she's like, Christine claimed that they were devil's disciples, and then she spent 30 years in a nut house. And Caitlin goes, Sounds like you saw one too many episodes of Elvira. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> dummy. And, and on top of that, right after uh, Mo finishes kind of telling the story, oh man, uh, one of them goes, Oh yeah, I bet they used a wire hanger. And it's just like it's just not a funny joke. Some you of the dialogue I mean? in this like, movie, uh, just yeah. It was just like, ugh. And there's also <laughs> there's also like a just a real like random like I think they just did it for the jump scare. Uh but it's kind of just an unnecessary scene, but they she finishes telling the story and then Frijole runs up and throws a dead rat onto a nearby table and biff you know pledge go 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 clean you know clean that up like it's just you know just so ridiculous but anyway so um so it's like basically they all kind of like keep you know they keep investigating the place at one point yeah what were we gonna say oh i was just gonna say you know like they're like they you know they wander for a little bit all together yeah, but th- but then they kind of split up because you know yeah. some of the couples are trying to get their Mac on. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say is that you know of course um, they uh, split up. Yeah. So, but yeah, you know Frijole and <laughs> Mo and Brant are left kind of uh, together for a moment, and Frijole like basically like lights up a J and then like tells Brant to go like walk his dog. Cause he's, you know, trying to yeah, there, put, there's put a, the moves on Mo. It seems like Frijole has a pretty funny line here. He actually, he has some pretty funny lines. Uh, but right before that happens, there's like a, a scene where Boozer's like humping Brant's leg mm. and uh, Brant's like, get, you know, like get it to stop. And Frijole goes, you said you wanted some action, dude. But yeah, he tells, um, <laughs> he tells uh, Brant to take booze for a little stroll and has to tell him a second time to get him to leave. Um, 
And so, yeah, so now, you know, Frijole and Mo are, are together and he tell he, he has a joint, you know, he goes, oh my God, dude. he goes, looks like it's just you, me and the chronic. <laughs> yeah, dude. yeah. There's some, like, cr- dude, some cringe worthy. Just you, me and the chronic baby. God, yeah. So then we could, ridiculous. Yeah. Then we sort of, uh, pop back to Chad and Clarissa. Um, and she's, you know, talking about, uh, wondering what it would be like to spend a night in there and chad's like uh well you got a little dark side baby or something like that <laughs> they start they start kissing um yeah. getting their mac on she sort of sees something that freaks her out there's like a uh while they're kissing a like a nun um pops behind them it freaks out and she you know she's she's startled by it so she sort of uh shrieks um and tells chad what he what she saw and he replies with oh the weed might be laced with something like oh gee thanks for telling me now jesus <laughs> dude i'd be pissed yeah uh not fucking cool uh that yeah that's just not it's just so like casual how they how they bring that up you know yeah, so it's a, but it's just like such a typical thing in a horror movie. Like, oh, I just you know saw this creepy thing. Like, oh, you you didn't see it. You know, your mind's playing tricks on you. You know, you you know. Yeah. So yeah, no, just kind of quick. And then you know uh, we. Yeah, we, you have another kind of like exchange with uh, Frijole and Mo. I love his pickup line here. Dude. <laughs> it's what what's the what's the line you're talking? About? <laughs> he goes and this is like this is like a 90s pickup line so i'm kind of surprised uh i guess i don't know when i feel like real quick before i say the line i feel like pickup lines are kind of like a dead thing like they were used yeah. in the 90s they were kind of a holdover into the 2000s but it got to a point in the early 2000s where we've started more acknowledging them as like, like these can be funny, but they probably don't typically work. But I don't even yeah. know if pickup lines are still a, a, around. I don't they're know. Just, but anyway, they're just cheese at this point, you know? Yeah. He says, this is, this is a good one too. It's a classic one. He says, baby, baby, do you know karate? Cause that ass is kicking. <laughs> good God. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's the, he does have some of the best lines in the movie, honestly, just because they're so, yeah. so ridiculous. Yeah, he, uh, you know, he, tr- he tries hitting on her. Uh, he even tries to get hands on with her. Um, and she tells him uh, that she's a virgin and that she's saving herself for Marilyn Manson, which uh, <laughs> oh, isn't really a line that aged too well. Yikes. So. Yeah. Uh, Friole, he definitely, he like, you know, skeptically is sort of like virgin my ass, and uh, like you know, doesn't seem to believe her. The, uh, somehow, you you get to this point in this scene where like, you know, they're smoking more weed, and <laughs> all of a sudden, like the cops show up. Yeah, we we yeah, <laughs> just like out of nowhere, poof, like they start shining lights inside. Uh, but like there's also another weird thing that happens like for some somehow like 
I can't remember what the reasoning is, but Mo like begrudgingly gives Frijole her panties like in this scene. Okay, so yeah, so the so <laughs> so the cop they, they hear the cop siren and uh you're not you don't know who the cops are yet, so you just hear a voice, but the voice says, uh, you have sixty seconds to vacate the building with your hands above your head, or that's your ass. So uh <laughs> Frijole like throws his baggie of weed, um, and Mo is like, "Hey, you know, I'm on probation. Uh, please, if they ask, don't tell them I was here." She so she basically asks him to vouch for her, and tells him that she'll make it worth his while. And she tells him to meet me back here for an hour. Um, but he says, "I'll tell you what. You give me your panties, and it's all good." Um, so yeah, she gives him his panties and accuses him of watching sixteen candles on repeat. Yeah, uh, that's right. That was like, no, like you got you know, sixteen candles eighteen thousand times or something like that. So yeah, yeah. so we, we 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 pop outside, and you know the the two police members are out there, um, and the group minus Mo, she's not with them. Um, and this is where we see uh, we got Officer Ray. Um, and, yeah, Officer Ray and Officer Starkey. Stark. Starkey. Yeah, Starkey. Yeah. Um, and Starkey's Stark played by Coolio. Oh, man. he, <laughs> Which is just so over the top. He's got some great lines uh, in this movie. Um, but yeah, so... Officer Ray, who is Bill Mosley's character, sort of, you know, set basically, you know, we see this every year. There's always a group of you kids that comes, you know, and does this every year, but we all, you always get caught. Um, and essentially, you know, long story short, uh, um, tells yeah, them, yeah. you know, cut, cuts them a break. You know, if we see you here again, we're going to take you downtown, but you guys need to get out of here. And, uh, but there's a funny, there's a hilarious, like Coolio finds. Uh, he finds the, a J on Frijole behind Frijole's ear. Dude, oh my has, god, dude, it's so ridiculous. It's so hilarious what he what he says. It's so hilarious. So, <laughs> so first off, <laughs> he questions him. He's like, "What's this? What is this? What is this?" And uh, uh, Frijole, uh, you know, sort of tries to downplay it. And he goes, "Oh." So now you're lying to me, white boy. Let me kill him, Ray. Let me kill him, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but further than that, he, like, he like grabs for his gun. He's like, let me kill him, Ray. And, and Ray cools him down, but then he has this even better line. And it's just so hilarious in the context of, you know, Coolio is obviously this rapper who, you know, smoked marijuana. Uh, but he has this line where he goes, uh, you know how I feel about the youth destroying their lives with this marijuana substance. <laughs> so, oh my god, it's just so ridiculous. But even further, so like they spook off the kids, you know, they're like, get out of here, and the kids all go running. And then like then Officer Starkey lights up the jade. <laughs> <laughs> and you even have Officer Ray 
you got he's like you know he's like hey, give me some of that <laughs> like he takes a he takes it's a cheap great yeah he's just like these <laughs> fucking goons dude <laughs> Diva Coolio yeah, oh, was so over the great. top, man. Yeah, it was hilarious. He was like, uh, it was like to warm up for that scene. He watched like old Mari scared, like you know those oh old Mari God. episodes where they scared put straight. kids put kids in jail for. <laughs> those you want to be in here, white boy? <laughs> those were great, dude. Those were great. Yeah, those were great. But yeah, because we because like you said, the group peels out. And then we get a view from Mo, who was inside, who's inside the convent and watching mm-hmm. this all through like um, cracks in like boards in the window. And right, you know, the two cops are discussed for a minute. They're like, "Hey, maybe should we go inside uh, and investigate? You know, see if there's anyone else still in there." And they ultimately decide to leave. And right as they're hopping into their cars, you see this hand emerge from the darkness grab mo around the face and sort of pull her backwards um, yeah yeah somebody somebody snatches mo yep and th- yeah so and you don't you don't follow up with that for a second because you get dropped off in the scene where the kids are the rest of the gang is like at a local diner or something yeah yep. the local greasy spoon whatever yeah yeah and they uh yeah they basically like I think this is where Clarissa originally brings up the fact that, like, you know, Moe's Mo's in there or something. Friole flashes the panties. Oh, and... my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's why he was like, that's why he wanted the panties so he could brag that he fucking banged Mo. You know, he makes up this yeah. lie that they smashed. and Just ridiculous. You know. uh, one of the other guys, I don't think it's, it's Biff, I think. Right. Uh, oh, he has who a great like, line. Who here, goes dude. like, "Those goth chicks, man! Like she's gonna be, she's gonna go all narcoleptic." Oh yeah, <laughs> and, the, and, the, and one of them's like, "It's a necrophilia." He gets the wrong yeah, term. It's necrophilic, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it's just like. But yeah, she, you know, Clarissa is like, you know, like we left her, and they're like, we should go get her. No one else seems to, you know, want to. So she storms off to a porta potty. Um, and Caitlin ends up following her, and this is what I'm saying. Well, this is one of these one of those lines from Caitlin that is just terrible. There's porta potties out back, and and when Caitlin sees that she has to use a porta potty for the restroom, she goes, "Ew, what's this? The ghetto?" Yeah, a, <laughs> terrible line, terrible line. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous, and even even more, she like you know, begrudgingly decides to use the porta potty and like. Fine, but am I gonna need a rabies shot? Oh <laughs> yeah. my god! It's like you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, uh, but Biff Biff has a great line because you know they're they're these frat boys, so you you you'd expect that there would be at least one um, like frat related line in this movie because the two girls are out using the porta potty, and you know Caitlin is like fine like we'll go you know i'll go i'll go back with you because because clarissa is essentially like well if none of you guys want to go like i'm going to go alone um but the guy the all the the four the four boys are um still in the diner and they're you know they're talking about what they should do um and and uh and biff goes 
dude, I say we charge over to that 50 kegger at the Lambda house. (laughs) (laughs) Biff has just got beer on his mind, man. Oh my, dude, I I just, it made me think like, I remember when, when um, Andy and Taylor and then Chris Burge were like going to WSU. Like I used to go there all the time. And uh, for a while there, um, Taylor was in a dorm and, and not a dorm, but a frat and Andy was in another one, but they're, they're obviously not frat guys. Uh, but it was like crazy to me where you see all these movies where they depict these like frat guy types yeah. and then you meet those type of people in real life. And you're just like, Oh my God. Like they do memes. exist. <laughs> yeah. They do. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Just meeting some of the douchiest, most awful people you've ever met. Yeah. And, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> it's so true. it's funny. So you know, Caitlin wants to go back because she feels bad about leaving her there. But what is what what leads the group to going back to the convent? Uh. I guess I'm I'm, I'm missing it. What, Frijole, what? uh tells the group that he let that he ditched his stash there. Oh my god, uh, that was the reason. You're right. Like, <laughs> fucking Christ. So yeah, you know they, they they're, they're not, not going to go about... back for the for the gr- for the the fellow human being, but they'll go back there for the the weed and. <laughs> right it's fucking awful so yeah they they you know next thing we know they're back at the convent um and caitlin suggests that they separate so one of that so they, they separate so they can find what they're looking for more quickly so once again chad and clarissa head off on their own caitlin and biff head off on their own boozer seems to run off on his own um, <laughs> boozer's doing his own thing yeah, yeah. Well, I don't blame them. And also, for, in, in this scene where they're where they're starting to split up, somebody like early two thousands style, you know, lashes out at, at Clarissa and goes on the rag, Rissa. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I think that was Caitlin. Oh, <laughs> so on the rag, so. Rissa. <laughs> Terrible. Why would you say that to anybody? Yeah. Um, so yeah so uh uh boozer runs off um and frijole uh tells brant to go get him uh brant is against splitting up uh and then frijole tells him that he's meeting some people there that are going to purchase some of his weed they're bringing along some girls and maybe i can hook you up if you find my dog uh and brent go brent replies you mean sex with a girl <laughs> with a girl <laughs> and so you know he he lies to the kid to get him to go look for his dog and then he eats a bag full of mushrooms yeah yeah he gets he gets everybody to go look for for all these people and he goes like i'll be but i'll be busy shrooming motherfuckers <laughs> 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 it's so absurd dude oh but okay so you see him pop a couple of caps and then (laughs) and then it takes you (laughs) then it takes you it picks you back up and like you're immediately you see mo uh, with a gag in her mouth laying on the floor tied up and enter 
this like there's a pent green it looks like the pentagram is glowing <laughs> yeah it's like a glowing green and there's like a bunch of fucking gothic kids uh who are like who who have kidnapped her and this right, is like right you basically learn that like there's like ah oh, man what's the fucking head guy the they're clay, yeah they 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 they're they're supposedly satanists and mo is their virgin yeah. uh, so one of one of the females um doesn't have isn't named so we have uh uh, Safira, who's one of the females, mm-hmm. we have Dicky Boy, who is sort of sort of the uh, the right hand man, if you will. Yeah. Uh, but the leader of the group um, is name is Saul, and he uses Saul. I don't I don't even know how I would describe the accent that he uses, but he <laughs> speaks in such a weird way. Like, are yeah. you here to? summon the devil like he talks all super weird yeah um, it's so strange like I, I i couldn't make heads or tails of it either but you're you're right he's yeah like like my father lucifer oh there we go <laughs> you know? but you you, you kind of get the feeling that they're sort of you know posers if you will uh because there's a there's yeah. one you know most sits up and calls them posers uh, and Saul goes silence, infidel, and 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 threatens to pull out her tongue for mocking the thirteenth convent. And then he tries to pronounce uh, uh, Beezlebub, but is unable to do so. Yeah, dude. But what's so great is like Mo fires back at his ass, and it's like you're not the son of the devil or whatever. You work a fucking Dairy Queen. Yeah, you were good. So you know what's funny is, that, is, is they they originally she originally like apparently in that scene she originally said Dairy Queen, but when they were in post production they switched it to Dairy Cream to avoid any um, oh interesting potential, yeah yeah you know you work at Dairy Cream <laughs> yeah, it's just like you served me and my cousin there like last week <laughs> liar liar yeah. <laughs> and like you know like. It's just so strange that these other three human beings are like listening to this one individual because like this dude yeah. just sounds like a fucking nerd in cosplay, Absolutely. and he's like, you know, like the dagger of despair needs to be plunged through her heart or whatever the fuck, yeah. and like he what? hands <laughs> he hands the dagger to Safira to do like the evil, you know, the do the murderous act. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he can't get his hands dirty. Which, That's what it seems like. It's even funnier later when there's like a similar scene. But yeah, yeah, he yeah he answered the dagger of despair and tells her to plunge it into thine virginal heart. So <laughs> Sephira starts doing this chant. Yeah. I didn't catch all of it, but it's part of it was like, uh, uh, master of the underworld, possess her hands to to be hands of the devil or something like that yeah um, but she does yeah. dude, she plunges yeah. that 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 knife straight into fucking moe's you know chest yeah is a bit of a reaction i'd say yeah not the reaction not not what they were aiming for you could say no it's crazy like so like she gets stabbed in the chest then there's like some like violent shaking yeah, the, and, and all of a like, sudden could, you see like sorry keep saying what you're saying sorry i apologize you see like all these 
boards and stuff like flying up uh, against like the windows and the doorways, you know, boarding them in basically. Yep. And yeah, then, there's even like a yeah. there's even like a shot of a, a um a door that was knocked off his hinges that seems to you know float up and slam back into place. So yeah, there's something going on. Yeah, it's wild. And uh, Clar- uh not Clarissa, Mo, like all of a sudden has like I don't know, like glowing bright blue veins yeah. veins like and stuff that are popping out like and like immediately basically just like gets up and you know you demon can tell she's teeth. demon yeah. demonized and she starts like taking the knife and just slashing at everybody in the room yeah. causing everybody to start sort of like panic and run she cuts out somebody's tongue yeah so she so first she um um she jumps up and she knocks Safira down. Like she like hits her and knocks her down and then turns and proceeds to uh, brutally stab the other one to death. Like she stabs her like 15 times in a row. Like yeah. it's quick because it's like <laughs> stabs her like 15, 16 <laughs> times and then bites her tongue off and spits it to the ground. And, um, you know, it mm. while, during that time, Dicky Boy and Saul are able to escape through a nearby door, um, and Safira ends up getting up too, but she doesn't seem to make it very far. No, she gets like into this other room. It's pretty great, and like basically, like there's like I don't know, like a like a water, like a shower head of mm-hmm. some sort um that she just like you know discovers in this room and starts pouring down blood on her just, just gushing her with blood and and then it switches and starts pouring down like a clear liquid Scald, which I can, like scalding, scalding hot water yeah like i was like it has to be like boiling water or something you know uh yeah. and this causes her basically to like fucking like perish slash turn into a demon herself yeah and they and they do this thing with if they like happen they do this thing each time someone turns into a demon where it's these super shaky yeah like quick sort of disorienting shots where it's like yeah it's just know, like yeah and, but that'd be that'd be that, i just thought it was a cool scene because yeah she she makes it into this other room um, you see this dark figure running about. All this shit starts slamming off the wall, falling off, like falling off the wall. And yeah, she just gets drenched in fucking blood and then scalding hot water. Like, damn, Dude, it's crazy. It, it was pretty cool. Uh, so, yeah. But then, um, you know, kind of coming off of that. So now there's two demons running around. Uh, yep. You kind of follow back up with Chad and Clarissa, and uh-huh. you know they're scoping out this hallway you know they're not you know it's it's a it's not like a, i'm not gonna say it's a pleasant time but it's obviously not like a you know there's nothing scary happening quite yet but then out of nowhere boom from behind chad through this like doorway or wall comes busting uh the fucking demon safira who drags the motherfucker into the next room and like you know, you see Clarissa kind of running after him, but like the demon's already like gutting 
Chad like ripping his, through his yeah ripping through his fucking torso. We yeah, got biting him and shit. Chowing down, dude. It was crazy. It was like some good, some cool, some decent blood work. I'd say you know just yeah, she's there is some into good him. blood work in this movie for sure. Yeah, it uh, you know, it's just it happened so like so fast. Yeah, like Chad's it, demise. You know, it's actually kind of a cool scene because they're um, you know they they hear the scream of of safira mm -hmm. and you know the, the what was that and they think that maybe caitlin and biff are fucking with them um so they sort of look around to investigate and uh they walk down a hallway um and to check out where the noise came from they walk through them they walk through the halls and they don't see anything and chad says great now we can get the fuck out of here right as he says that the demon busts through the wall right yeah behind it was pretty good yeah but well, uh yeah. Clarissa, uh you know like 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 takes her flashlight at one point and, like you know bashes the you know demon sphere in the head but then like also and this, i love this like it, it, it was like there were some very strong like evil dead-esque vibes in this movie totally and this, this was one, one of them where she like runs up and she just jams the fucking flashlight through the back of uh through the demon's face like mouth and like shoves it out of the back of her head yeah and there's like there's like this isn't on you know goes unexplained the entire time but there's like bright pink like blood, neon yeah. pink blood that like comes out of the her skull. It's the only shit. time it happens. Yeah. It's yeah. Weird. Yeah. There's there's so many like random like the color the colors that you see in this movie are all like neon and day glow type. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's interesting. It's kind of cool, but um, yeah, but yeah it's different. The, you know, the demon keeps attacking her, and uh, Clarissa ends up like bashing her again with like you know just some trash and like a piece of lumber and shit. Yeah, it's like a two by four. Yeah. It's it's kind of it's a, kind of a, a cool scene though. It really was because it just like we mentioned, it just happened so quick out of nowhere. You know, yeah. just a I love a scene like that where someone just busts through a wall or busts through a door. Um, but yeah, so dude, but uh -huh. so she basically picks up Chad, who's like bleeding out, like you know from from his torso, mm -hmm. and as they're like exiting, trying to exit the room, fucking Frijole comes walking oh by, God. smoking a J. He's just like, "Hey, what's up, man? Or like, what's up, guys? You know," and just keeps walking off all casual, and that's yeah. when you kind of just follow up from him you know from oh there with his God. perspective and he's like tripping balls man like yeah stars everywhere and different colors and you know yeah we get like the yeah we get like a yeah yeah we get like a distorted view from his point of view of being high on mushrooms there's like multiple colors there's shadow puppets on the walls a jesus on a crucifix <laughs> talks and said says yo get me down from here motherfucker um <laughs> and then there's like we see a nun playing a piano uh and then she disappears there's panties floating through the air <laughs> the digital panties floating through oh the air oh my god dude <laughs> oh my god of all the things to spend money on in the movie that's that's one of them yeah there's also this there's also this weird sound effect that happens one other time in the movie but it's like a this weird like laughing like an at like it's like <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah. what it was I don't know it's, what it was. I have no idea either. But but you know he he he's seeing all this shit, 
and then Mo appears. And oh my god, dude! She's obviously in demon form, but he's tripping. And I feel like having taken mushrooms before, having taken hallucinogens before, um, you know, things might be things are you know are, are distorted, and your perception is different. But people look like people. Uh, yeah, dude, she has like <laughs> glowing eyes and like fucked up fangs and shit. And you're like, I don't care if you're tripping balls, man. You'd know that that is not that ain't right. Yeah, but, and yeah, she, but I guess you know he he'd wanted to get with her, so he plays along with it. You know, she gets she gets pretty hands on with him, shoves him against the wall, starts kissing him on the chest, unbuckling. I mean, uh, uh, unbuttoning his shirt. She unbuckles his belt and, and starts giving him head. Oh um, my god, dude! It's so ridiculous. And he's still. So I, I have to mention this whole time, he's still smoking a joint. Like he hasn't stopped smoking a joint. He's still smoking a joint, and he even has a super douchey line, uh, which is probably something a frat boy would say in this situation. But she starts giving him head, and he goes, "Oh yeah." <laughs> do what you gotta do. Oh my god, dude. You know, he's enjoying this good little suck job, and then it just turns and you know, she noshes down on it, yeah. sending blood spraying like a geyser everywhere, up into blood up in his face, up in his hair. It's turning crazed. him turning him into a zombie, dude. So yeah, you another know. one of those like shaky head moments where, like blah, 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 and it's fucking the the blood spray is just is it was intense. great. It uh, was great. Just yeah, I fucking love it. Uh, give me one second. I gotta pull some out of the oven. Do, 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 do. I feel like do, do, do. What are you making? Or what'd you make? Oh, just a little, just a little casserole. Nothing special. Ooh. Yeah. What kind of casserole? Uh, it's like, hey, it's like tortilla, like corn tortillas and beans and some meat and cheese basically make it i guess like an enchilada casserole i like a good tater tot casserole oh dude tater tot casseroles are the best but, but anyway that sounds good i'm gonna be yeah i'm gonna when we're done i'm gonna go get some some grub some grub but yeah so we follow up we, we follow up next with brant um who is looking for boozer um you know, he's slowly kind of walking through. He, he heads through a closed door into a, another room and he sort of is hesitant. He's hesitantly heading towards another closed door, opens it up and doesn't seem to see anything in that room. But as he turns around, he runs into Saul and Dickie boy. Yeah. And they, at first, aren't sure if he's human or demon. So they sort of check. <laughs> the way they run up on him, like, like I couldn't tell if they were just, like, trying to be intimidating or not. But it's just so funny. They're like, oh, they just, like, run up and, like. It's just. Uh, Saul, it's so Saul, ridiculous. Saul's voice is ridiculous. Um, um, uh, but so Brand's Saul, confused because he's, like. He oh, yeah, thinks, he yeah. thinks that they might also be like 
alumni or maybe they're there to meet Frijole. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's <laughs> it. He's like, yeah, he's like, yo, yeah, you are, you're Frijole's bros. Yeah, and, and Saul goes, yes, 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 we're free holes, boys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and and <laughs> Brant has a pretty funny line here. Uh, he goes, uh, uh, "You better have a little, you better have a little action for the old Brandster." And starts, <laughs> he starts gyrating his hips. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that's when they like. They Saul and Dickie boy have made up the decision that Brand is now is a virgin, right? In this in this scene, yeah, well, after, after this interaction, they're kind of like, because yeah, because Saul so Saul, <laughs> so yeah, they're like, you know, we're gonna hook you up, we're gonna go to the car, and Saul standing behind him and says, "Listen very carefully to my voice. You asleep now?" And like tries knocking him out. <laughs> He, he, he fails twice before, you know, he's successful the third time. And then this is where Dickie Boy questions Saul. And this is where Saul is like, hey, perhaps with another virginal sacrifice, we may be able to reverse the process and send the demons back. So, yeah. Yeah, that's the big plan. They just I assume love, he's I a virgin. The, I love the bit about him hitting him over the head, you know, because like you said, it happens like twice where it's like he fails to knock him out <laughs> and each time Brant's like like ow that fucking hurt <laughs> right I love it but yeah so like you said they kind of decide like decide this you know this is maybe how we'll get rid of the the fucking demons with another sacrifice Jesus Christ yeah just, <laughs> pretty ridiculous just, it seems like strange logic great logic yeah but Oh, you know, they don't seem like the brightest bulbs. No, not at all. And, you know, it. Yeah. Anyway, they. Yeah. So Brant's. So Brant's, you know, in a bit of a pickle there. Uh, that's when he kind of follow back up with um, Biff and Caitlin, I think. Right. Yep. 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 And she, Caitlin actually, you know, for how annoying she is and how stupid her character is portrayed she does have a great point where she, there, she's like we should have set up a meeting place like yeah no shit <laughs> yeah uh, but she she seems to notice that she's stepping on something weird and i'm pretty sure it was the tongue from earlier but before she really gets a chance you know they get attacked by a demon from out of nowhere yeah uh, blah, blah. it starts like biting at her neck and shit yeah because biff tries to fight uh, that one off, but then a second one. Oh this is this. God. This scene was fucking great. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you wanna you wanna take it, dude? It's yeah. Uh, so like, Biff's fighting off the first demon, right? Like he said, a second one pops up and like immediately grabs the skin of Caitlyn's face and just starts pulling it off, like. Oh leaving her like oh, bloody oh, kind oh. of like you know skull kind of face like it's oh, fucking it, it looked really cool honestly it was excellent it was gruesome it was yeah it was great yeah it yeah. just fucking rips her face down to the bone and that yeah and then this basically makes you know another demon because caitlin like has a little freak out and becomes a demon biff like oh my runs. god she well <laughs> while <laughs> <laughs> while she freaks out and turns into a demon i don't know if you noticed but uh she does some cheers while she's freaking oh. out 
She's like, she does. <laughs> oh my god, dude. She's a cheerleader. I don't know if yeah. we mentioned that, but she's a fucking cheerleader. So as she's turning into a demon with the, she's like doing these cheer, it was pretty fucking funny, man. Just uh, I'll give him that. I'll give him that. That was pretty, pretty ingenious. But yeah. yeah. Uh Biff uh so Biff comes like stumbling out and he runs into Chad and Clarissa. Uh He's you know, you know being chased by the three demon women now, mm-hmm. um, and somehow they end up like kind of barricading themselves in a room yep. where you know Chad's still bleeding out, uh, and Biff and Clarissa are trying to like knock through like one of the boarded up windows, but yep. then Chad fucking dies and turns into a demon. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Out of nowhere. And oh my God, dude, one of my favorite hits of the movie. Uh, oh my God. Dude, so Chad, like Biff, like tries to attack Chad. Chad, like, takes the bat that Biff has from him and just swings and bonks Chad in the head or Biff in the head. And immediately you get this, like, I don't know, like a dummy, like, you know, shot yeah. of like. Of Biff's head just like getting just knocked sideways, and it just it's looks great. so cheese, but it's it, so great. Absolutely, absolutely, yes. You're, yeah. I fucking it was loved great. it, dude. I loved I, I, it. I loved it too. Um, and his blood just splurts out like a fucking volcano. Yeah, all on the Clarissa. Yeah, and so this situation's pretty dire. Uh, your boyfriend's a demon. Uh, just killed Biff, and you're in this room with four uh, fucking demons now. Um, yeah, because Mo Demon's there. The two other lady, like Lady Demons, are there. But she's able to escape right in the nick of time. Like they, because they barricade the door, but they obviously break through the door, um, and they make it into the room, and they're literally like. Uh, right an, behind an eyelash man. length away from grabbing her, but she is <laughs> yeah. able to make it through one of these windows and hop to the outside and run off. So, you know, you're sort of like, you know, where's she going? And we'll we'll follow up with that. Uh, but we go back, we we follow up back inside first with uh, Saul and Dicky Boy. Um, they have some candles lit, and they have Brant set up and ready for the sacrifice and. You know, Tiki had to go find um, the Dagger of Despair, and he. <laughs> so this is this is hilarious. This is what I'm talking about. Where you, you furthermore see that Saul is definitely not a real, oh, you yeah. know, uh, uh, Satanist or whatever you want to call him. Um, so <laughs> he goes, I just. I'm not going to do the voice anymore, but he says, he says, I, ju- I just found out from Lucifer that I won't be, pe- won't be performing the ritual. You know, he does, he, he's yeah. ch- trying to chicken out from having to kill Brant. So, <laughs> yeah, he calls and then maybe this is some Brant brought, but, but he calls him the Brantster, the Brantster. Yeah. <laughs> and he, yeah, but he tells he basically tells Dicky Boy that he has to do it. He and he calls him like the sibling of Satan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and uh, oh my god, dude, his Brant's singing. funny though, because Brant, you know, Brant sort of comes to and um, asks with you know his eye. He still has this 
uh, I think it was a scarf that they that they wrap around his eyes. Yeah. Um, but he sort of pops. He comes to and asks them what's going on, and Saul tells him to uh, lie still for the surprise you've been waiting for. <laughs> And Brant thinks that he's talking about getting laid, so he sort of puts his arms behind his head in that like comfortable layback position. Yeah. Um, you know, and then Saul starts with this chant. It's like part of it is in Latin, part of it's in English. Like he'll chat a bunch of unintelligible stuff and then rise, rise. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and if you were if you were Brant, like you would think something fishy's going on and well yeah because by one point in part of the chat or the chart the part of the chant like saul sings it to the tune of like a fucking christmas song i can't i cannot remember which one it was but it was like it was like a regular ass christmas song like that he sings the tune to huh and it was just like it was like even in that moment you could tell dicky boy was sort of like uh but you know, in, in, in the end, he convinces Dickie Boy to take the swing, and yeah. he tries to stab Brant, but Brant like rolls out of the way at the last moment. Yeah, he like lifts, lifts uh, the thing over his eyes, like you said, last second, and rolls out of the way, and just you know, he, he <laughs> yeah, he, he, you know, he got lucky. Uh, he gets up and runs off, and. Um, uh, 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 oh, 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 real actually, real quick. You know, Saul's trying to urge Dicky Boy to do it, and Dicky Boy at first is hesitant. Uh, but but Saul tells him, Do it, or it will be you, and that's when you know he finally gets the the courage to do it. Um, Dicky right. Boy or Brant runs off, and Saul, Saul goes, This is not going well, <laughs> <laughs> like, no, shit. Uh, oh, oh my god, okay, I'm gonna take this one because, yeah, as I was gonna say, the next scene is a juicy one. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> we see Clarissa who's cl- covered in blood, you know, yeah. covered in blood essentially from head to toe, and it gets even it gets worse and worse as the movie goes on, but uh, she runs up to uh coolio who has you know uh, like a big gulp or whatever in his hand and a bag <laughs> of food she runs up and startles him he drops his food whips out his gun before she can even really have a chance to say anything he has two absolutely fucking hilarious lines here so he pulls out his gun and says i cast you out demon bitch <laughs> 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 She runs off. He fires off three shots. She she gets farther away and he goes, away with you, damn creatures of the night. (laughs) 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 This is so ridiculous, dude. It's like... It was just one of those things like I couldn't tell if Coolio was doing it for like going over the top for jokes or if he was going over the top because he was like, I'm going all in on this role. Yeah, it's a good question. <laughs> I cast you out, demon bitch. Demon bitch. It's <laughs> fucking incredible. Oh That's my God, two of the, dude. Two, two, my two favorite lines of dialogue from the whole movie. Uh, absolutely incredible. So great. But where but, does... Uh, where does where does Clarissa end up going? So she runs off and uh, like runs to that house that they were pulled over 
at in the like near the beginning um which is uh you christine's know, house yeah it's christine's house but you know she like is like kind of understandably like you know desperate but also sort of hesitant it seems like you know yeah um, yeah you know and you also just have some shots of like you know, in between like the shots of like Clarissa getting like getting to the house, you have some shots of basically like the demons suiting up. Oh right? yeah. Like <laughs> like Mo Demon starts handing out all these like all these articles of clothing to the other demons and they all dress up like nuns and a and a, a priest and Yeah. You know so, yeah, it's fucking called, wild. Called, I don't know much tr- I know they're called habits. But yeah, I Yeah, that's I, right. But, Sister Act Two, back in the habit. Oh my god! But <laughs> I don't know what the terminology is for the big like headpiece that she was wearing because it wasn't like the typical like pointed hat, but it was this big sort of white frilly thing. Yeah, um, I don't know the terminology from that, but yeah, so they're suited up and ready to go. Yeah, um, and then you kind and, of follow back up with Clarissa. Yeah, because she she was about to leave. Um, cause she didn't get an answer. Uh, but the door starts creaking open and then we cut to the scene that you just talked about. The demons are suited up. Uh, we go back to Clarissa who enters and she makes her way into Christine's living room where Christine is sitting on the couch with a loaded shotgun. Yeah. Um, I've had a like pump action Winchester staring at your chest. <laughs> you don't, yeah. You don't believe me. Take a step forward. Yeah. And, you know, long story short, and Adrian Barbeau isn't in this movie very long, but um, she has just some great dialogue here. Like, she's really good at playing a sort of character that is really snappy and witty and kind of kind of uh, um, rude, you know? Yeah, the, the, no nonsense, man. No nonsense. That's a perfect like she way to put it. She just don't take the any she don't play. shit, man. No. Yeah. She don't play. And that's basically it. Like in this scene, you know, Clarice is like, oh, we need your help and shit. And she's just like, great. Every fucking five years or so, some dumbass kids go to the fucking convent and try and start some shit. Yes. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. She, yeah. Save, save your sob story for someone who gives a rat's ass. She says at one point. Yeah. Um, yeah. She seems to want nothing to do with it. She's like, I'm tired of cleaning up everyone's mess. Uh, but it's when Christine brings up her brother. I mean, when uh, Clarissa brings up her brother, that Christine mm-hmm. suddenly becomes more interested in the situation, especially when she finds out that he's a virgin. Yeah, yeah. The line is like, uh, they fucking love virgins, the goddamn yeah, demons. demons. <laughs> and then we get the, re- like, the real story um, of what happened all those years ago. Uh, you know, she sort of talks about... Um, we get we get, it's like, we get like flashbacks of all this with the yeah. one of the one of the nuns one day coming across the little girl in a garden. Turns out she was a demon. Uh, you know the demons spread. But what's ridiculous is to me is she talks about how like where she enters the story where she was a runaway. They took her in. She'd only been there for a few weeks. She was eight months pregnant, and you see the shot of once again like the nuns in demon form, but. Yeah. 
if you saw them like that, you would flee first second, but it goes through this hole where they continue to be at the boarding school with these nuns that very clearly look like demons. Yeah, dude, like they're full demon, like like what we're seeing in present, you know, like fucked up, like bright, like their veins are just like bright and like their skin looks like it's deteriorating, like they got fangs sticking out of their fucking mouths. And yeah. all these all these kids are just like Oh, they're kind of weird today. <laughs> yeah, they're act, they're acting weird. Yeah, Jesus Christ. But like, there's, a, there's this whole sequence where, like, in the classroom, the classroom sequence was ridiculous. Like, uh, one of the nuns walks up to the board and writes "Hail Satan" on the chalkboard, and then like you see another one start like you know you know Catholic nuns are like pretty notorious for uh, wrapping your knuckles with a ruler oh, uh, but, but you see one of the demon nuns just like s- just smashing the fuck out of somebody's hands another one's like paddling a girl then you see another demon with like an <laughs> even bigger paddle with like nails sticking out of it and he's like Jesus dude <laughs> uh, like, what the fuck there's also uh, a, there's, there's also a funny scene in that flashback where she's talking talking about how you know the the demons spread from nun to nun and it shows shows like one getting drowned one getting killed with an axe then you see one where a nun is uh getting dragged behind the back oh of a motorcycle he's like down going down the sidewalk dragging this other like, it was what like, the wow it's pretty good just crazed absolutely crazed but uh, yeah yeah, and then you like learn that like you know Christine's baby one night was starting to come, and so you know this is when the demons basically take her and put her on on this gurney, and they're like gonna make a sacrifice out of it. Yeah, yeah, fucking crazy. They, they were gonna use the baby because uh, baby she she goes she talks about how baby blood is more powerful than a virgin's, and that his body was going to be the new host for their leader the son of the devil yeah and they dude. were gonna they were they were gonna use him for their antichrist um which is pretty fucking gnarly uh, yeah and that so that's why she went in and massacred them and rightfully so um clarissa there's this i, I they i don't know if they thought this line was like gonna be funny but it, this this joke kind of was a miss for me um but Clarissa asked if the if the baby lived, and Christine's like, <laughs> "Yeah, he's a civil engineer up in Peoria." And I thought that was funny because I was just like, "So he survived this crazy ordeal, and now you don't talk to him much, and he lives like away from you, doing something else." I was like, "That's got to be a weird life that person's lived." Uh, yeah. So she, yeah, absolutely. But she she tells Clarissa that the point of this whole story is that. Uh, if they get their hands on another virgin, they can finally complete their ceremony. Yeah. Also, super strange thing about this scene. Um, Adrian Barbeau's character, Christine, is like telling all this story. And when you get like shots of her smoking her stove or whatever, in the background behind her, she is sitting in front of a Confederate flag. Which is, I didn't notice that. Yeah, it was like super weird. I was like, why did they add that to the set? Like, yeah, for real though. That's, that is super, super random. But, but anyway, so, you know, uh, this kind of, you, you end up kind of like picking back up 
at the oh, house. There, real quick, there's the one convent. more. There's one more real cringe line here. Uh, after you know, uh, uh, after Christine says, you know, if they get their hands on another virgin, they can finally complete their little ceremony. And Clarissa goes, "My brother's gonna be the new Antichrist. Mom's gonna be pissed." <laughs> Get Awful. out of here, you boof. <laughs> Awful. But yeah, Mom's going to be pissed. Awful. Uh, so, yeah, we cut back to the convent, and Brant is being chased by the demons. Yeah. And once again comes across Saul and Dickie Boy, who uh, intend, they still intend to carry through um, with their sacrifice. Yeah. And Saul is reading the passage as... Uh, Brant and Dickie Boy are sort of struggling and the demons end up busting their way into the room. So they run out into the hallway and um, Saul says, the time is now. Give me the dagger. He, <laughs> he grabs it from Dickie Boy and runs towards Brant. But Mo overpowers him and in a yeah. pretty cool scene, in a pretty cool scene, overpowers him, twists his wrists and causes him to stab himself through the eye with the dagger killing him yeah man it, it was a pretty cool sequence just because you got that kind of it was a bit slow so uh, you know like you get a couple of shots of like the struggle and the blade getting closer to his eye and some more struggle than the blade getting closer and then that like shot of like the blade going into his eye was like pretty cool like it was like you know he gets stabbed and then like the blood just starts pouring out you know i mean hey we we, we we've talked about it before we like some good eye trauma on yeah. the Black arnold's brothers uh then you kind of you uh kind of follow back up with clarissa and christine for a second and christine is fucking arming <laughs> up dude she's got like assault rifles shotguns fucking grenades like yeah she's just got an armory out yeah, of her dude. apartment apparently she um, looks like she's like the shotgun she she has is like the same one the dude used to hunt a velociraptor in jurassic park it was fucking crazy <laughs> <laughs> she even has a motorcycle with the license plate christine <laughs> oh wow so, yeah because yeah they they, they 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 load up and hop on the motorcycle yeah to zoom on off yeah <laughs> and um then we get oh, we sort God. of get a <laughs> we get a quick scene with dickie boy and brant and they're both tied down to a gurney um and uh i guess this isn't the funny part yet just in this real quick scene dickie boy admits that he's a virgin too um and christine and clarissa pull up and uh clarissa asks what the plant what the plan is and christine tells her you know i'm gonna walk in there and blow the shit out of them and just stay out of my way <laughs> yeah. so pretty much like the plan is to go fucking kill them <laughs> and they enter and i i i think maybe i, I don't know if, if my eyes were playing tricks on me but they enter and this nun pops out of nowhere but i swear to god the nun like front flips in. yeah dude i thought so too <laughs> like the like the nun just like flips down like a fucking demon ninja nun out of nowhere <laughs> but christine immediately blasts the nun in the like in the chest with a shock of boom and even further goes and like lops the nun's demon head off with the machete yeah, and like yeah. you get some cool blood blood spurt and stuff yep because 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 uh uh clarissa was like 
um, how do we kill these things? And then, yeah, that happens. <laughs> Pumps it full of four shells and then decapitates it. Yeah. Uh, which happens a couple more times. And obviously, the more you see something, it's less cool or less effective. Uh, but it's safe to say, being a fan of horror, pretty much any fan of horror loves a good decapitation. Oh, uh, for sure. But then we get, we go back to uh, 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 Dickie Boy and Brant. And Dickie Boy has this great idea. He, <laughs> he tells Brant uh, uh, that, they, that they should have sex so then they won't be virgins anymore yeah um and but, but brad brings up a, a great point you know uh, i mean that's that is that is a you know it's not a bad idea but you know if we're not virgins then they'll just kill us and dickie goes well brant i'd still like to try <laughs> <laughs> he just wants he just wants to get laid before he dies man that's all I, you can't blame the guy no you can't not blame at the all guy. man but what's funny about this whole sequence is like Dicky Boy gets one of his hands free. Instead of using it to like untie some knots or like work on something like that, he like starts, you know, like like petting caressing. and caressing <laughs> you know, Brand. He's like, come on, you know? Like, it was, like, it was bro, great. Bro, you can like, you, you can get us free right now if you just fucking concentrate. <laughs> right, but no, he wants to smash before. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Well, yeah, we, 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 we go back to um, Clarissa and Christine and they are, they, they, they kill it. It's like quick succession, just like yeah, mow they're... down all of these. Uh, and what's funny to me is Clarissa said, I've never used a gun before, but she seems to be handling that rifle pretty damn good. Yeah, dude, uh, she's got this assault rifle. She's just mowing people. No, it's, not even assault. it's like a fucking AK-47. Yeah, it, yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. And she's uh, just, but, yeah, just, just blasting homies. But they have and, a pretty good plan, actually, of, 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 they, they, they use a belt. Christine uses a belt to tie, to tie them together at the waist. So they're back yeah. to back. So they can spin around in a circle and say one of them has demons approaching, but they need to reload. They can just spin around so the other one can open fire. So they just literally lay waste to a shitload. I was like, where did all these extra zombie, like extra demons come from? That's what you I know? was thinking. I was like, damn, dude, they just killed like like the whole crew. But no, there's more, it seems like. But yeah, you're right. Like they just keep you know, kind of going back and forth. You get some great, some pretty, some pretty awesome shots. I love the like the red blood like i don't know i'm a sucker for like that kind of like bright red like, blood. like like argento like uh yeah like argento or um you know or dawn of the dead dawn of the dead okay. has like some of my okay. favorite like looking blood even well, though tom argento savini's too. on record and yeah. being like you know i wish we could go back oh we could we could have done that differently i, I think yeah, it, i I, I disagree. think it looks great. The blood looks great, but yeah, yeah. I, it, it just it, for me it just it instantly makes me think of Argento. But yeah, Dawn of the Dead for sure. But yeah, I've heard that him say that too. Uh, yeah, dude, I don't I, know I, what he's I, talking I, about. I love the way it looks too. Me too. But uh, you get some yeah. of that. You get um, Christine at one point, like point blank, blasts the demon's head off with the shotgun, leaving yeah. like a pulpy, bloody stump. Like yeah. And then furthermore, they make their way into uh, another room and uh, none that was hot on their trail. She kills it by repeatedly smashing its head with the door and just yeah. fucking crushing its head. It was pretty good. Yeah, dude, it was fucking epic. Uh, 
but yeah and, yeah she so they're in this other room and she basically like leaves clarissa christine leaves clarissa there you know so she can go basically find brant or whatever well because because you know christine mentions that they're almost out of bullets and that the mm -hmm. chapel is on the other side of the convent and clarissa asks what they're gonna do and christine says i'll be right back hold them off till i get back yeah. and um we we cut back to dicky boy and brant again and dicky boy is still trying to get it in uh i'll be very gentle <laughs> he says um and they they are able to get on their feet but they're still tied up they try to you know hobble away but they fall to the ground right as mo enters the room um yeah and you know that things are about to reach that level of despair here but we go back to christine uh who heads outside tries yeah. to start her motorcycle to no avail and then she says an absolutely ridiculous prayer um, yeah <laughs> did you write yeah. it did you write it down no, uh no i didn't did you yeah it is ridiculous though <laughs> okay so she our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name please start this fucking bike or we're all gonna bite the big one and then it starts <laughs> up <laughs> so yeah she you know she uh, we'll bite the big one she starts the bike up and uh we see that clarissa's in the room by herself out of ammo as two nuns approach her and she has it she goes i know karate but uh <laughs> read it stupid but C christine enters and i don't know how i don't know how she made herself into this room but she somehow makes her way into this room on the motorcycle yeah beheads both nuns clarissa hops on the bike and they're clearly you know yeah they just take off they go tearing down the hallways on the bike like you know how hard it'd be to maneuver that sucker in the fucking in that like dilapidated convent it's crazy right so i, I okay so I'm going to speak a little in a second about the motorcycle, but real quick, we see in the chapel at ceremony time and Mo is lifting up the dagger to strike down. And this scene is absolutely hilarious. Okay. So Christine and Clarissa enter and they, so they bat, they, you see one of them, uh, like shoot a hole in the door with the shotgun and then they yeah. bash him through the bike and and they fucking crash and fall and what i think this is just what i personally think is that they didn't intend for that to happen no but they either didn't a have the budget or b have the time to put up another door and reshoot that shot because they leave it in there they bash through the door on the bike and in a vo yeah. very hilarious fashion crash and slam to the ground i don't yeah. think that was intentional. no i don't think so either that's why i thought when i saw it too i was like that must have been an accident on the take and they just kept it anyway and Absolutely. that's you know I, I i remember reading you know while scrolling through some stuff about this i remember i saw it on the wikipedia this movie only this movie shot in 18 days Jeez. so i wouldn't be surprised if it was a time factor where they're just like no we just gotta keep it and keep moving on you know yeah we don't yeah we don't have time to build another door yeah okay yeah I, yeah it, yeah it's just hilarious yeah it, it, was. It, it doesn't look intentional but just the way they barrel in through the door and fall to the ground was great but it was ridiculous uh, brant brant um 
gets lucky a second time and once again rolls out of the way right as the blade is coming down um, yeah and like his uh clarissa starts trying to free him yep. after like after you know the you know uh he rolls off and then the other you know in a turn of events dicky boy gets stabbed in the back by the demon mo and like has the most intense uh, transformation out of all of them, you know, like he gets stabbed and all of a sudden like does like the shaky thing. And then next thing you know, he looks like a fucking, it, look, it reminded me of like the shots of the Urukai being birthed in the fellowship of the rings or two towers where it's like, mm. they have this like, you know, like this, mucusy sack all like yeah uh, uh, like that encases him he like you know the creature rips it open and now dicky boy is like this demonic satan antichrist antichrist yeah. demon looking character it's pretty cool uh, it, pretty it cool. actually was really cool it's a, and it's a bummer that it was only in the movie for about 45 seconds because it was oh a cool my god dude design. it was so fast like so he appears and then immediately you know, Christine's like, you know, sent, gets Clarissa and Brant to, to head out and she lights a fucking Molotov cocktail and just like, you know, hits, like throws it, burns, like hits the, the new Dickie Boy Antichrist, whatever. And like, then you she's, have this. No, she, she doesn't throw it. She just drives the fucking Oh, that's right. She that's right. You're. Yeah. All right, you motherfuckers. This time I'm taking you to hell myself. Yeah, that's right. Like a true badass. And, uh, you know, anyway, like everything explodes and like, you know, fire bursts out and like the building catches fire. And then you have these shots, uh, like probably some of the only digital, like computerized or digital shots besides like the flying bad. panties in the movie. Uh, like these like weird, I don't know, demonic spirits like flying out of the floating. doorway and floating around the convent. Uh, it was bad. Bad effects. It was bad. It was and, then, <laughs> and then we talked about the budget before, um, but this next scene, and it's just a real quick thing, but this next scene there, uh, like further led me to believe that they must not have had a very big budget because you go to the outside of the convent now and it's daytime and it, and in, and it looks like a piece of printer paper that is taped on the building that says this building has been condemned like <laughs> really that's what they came up with <laughs> <laughs> that's the big warning man like it looks like they literally made it in word and then yeah. like it was hilarious like why even do that at all so ridiculous but yeah so they exit you know covered in blood from head to toe Clarissa's Clarissa. got a stoke hanging out yeah. of her mouth <laughs> yeah she's super cool all of a sudden smoking a cigarette yeah and they they you know they make it their way outside and Boozer runs up you know whimpering yeah um, gives gives Brant some dog kisses and they hop in the jeep and leave yeah they like they're sitting in the jeep and one of the last lines in this whole movie is you know, basically them going, you want to get some breakfast? Yeah, you want to go to Denny's? Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Denny's shout out at the end of the fucking movie. Oh, that's 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 weird to me. It's like, why, why, why were they afraid to use Dairy Queen, but weren't afraid to use Denny's? It's interesting. 
you know that's my burning question but uh so yeah so we, we presumably sometime later um we follow up with clarissa who is in her sorority room and you know you see some scar like a scar on her forehead and a scar on her chin she's really edgy she's smoking a cigarette indoors drinking some whiskey and it's either like a nurse or maybe it was the uh, sorority house mother. Yeah. But sort of like this should help you sleep tonight. I can't imagine what you've been through. But hey, bright side is you're going to get a 4.0 this semester. Ha <laughs> Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. <laughs> All your friends died, but you're going to get a 4.0. Fucking <laughs> 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 okay, off, dude. <laughs> That's crazy. All right. I'm going to I'm going to uh, 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 I'm going to pass you the ball so you can uh, lead us out with the fucking like cliffhanger twist oh ending. Oh my god, dude. I love <laughs> it. So so, <laughs> so Clarissa, you know, like you just explained is sitting in her dorm and Boozer is there with her and after the house mother leaves, you know, Boozer kind of gets up and like is like sitting kind of looking at, at Clarissa and then all of a sudden, his eyes start glowing green. Boozer's oh Boozer the dog's God. eyes start glowing bright green, and then he he jumps and rips into Clarissa's throat, spurting blood. Clarissa's screaming, ah! and then it just goes. It just <laughs> it just goes to the credits. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, because Boozer like just stands up on his hind legs and just like starts emitting this weird growl. It was yeah, great. It was, it was just great. It was, it was like crazy. It was one of those things where part of you like maybe should have saw it coming. But when Fair. it happens, you're just like, oh my god. Yeah, dude. like, oh word. Dude. They went there. It was great. Yeah. It was so so ridiculous. This movie was just so over it's the fun. top. It's a, yeah, it's a fun yeah. one. It it's is a definitely fun a fun one. Yeah. Uh I was just yeah. It's dated by you, you yeah. Just one one listen to some of the dialogue and you yeah. That's mostly it. The thing that really dates it is actually the dialogue, which is kind of yeah, kind of absolutely. interesting. But I mean, either way, though, I still had a hell of a hell of a fun time with this one. Yeah. Um, you know, everything from like some of the way the like the 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 coloration of things like the blood in the movie, as well as even sometimes the funky neon stuff was kind of cool. Yeah, I, was I like. Yeah. I liked the setting. Uh, in the convent itself, obviously Adrian Barbeau was a huge plus. Um, yeah, I just, you know, it's it's a solid pick. Uh, do you? Um, what would you? Uh, what would you give this movie, David? I would give it. Oh man, I would give it like a solid like six point eight. Um, I cast you out, demon bitch. Out of ten. <laughs> out, of, out of ten. Yeah. What about uh, you? I would give it. I enjoyed it so much. I would give it a uh, seven. I would give it a seven. Glowing-eyed boozers to the neck out of ten. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, man. Because like it just like it was like I said it was just a fun movie. It's a it's a pretty like standard con like concept in a lot of ways. You know. Uh, demonic possessions, you know, uh, boozy college kids at a, uh, you know, trapped in a haunted place. 
uh, right, kind of right. thing. But they just you could tell they really had fun with it. And it results in a bit of a crazy movie at times with some weird char- side characters like Saul and Dickie Boy, you know, <laughs> just like, I don't know, over the top in all the right ways. Yeah, if you ask yeah. Me. it was it was it's fun. Yeah. Um, But geez, yeah, that's uh. so in terms of our uh, our lineup here, does that mean we still have another pick from you on the way? Yeah. For yeah. Episode we- 77 yeah 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 and then we'll you know then from there you know we'll figure something out but yeah hell yeah well yeah i mean damn dude like we got we're churning and burning i saw that bull that i, I kind of want i think we should do the original troll movie uh sometime soon okay because you know we've got episode 100 down the road here and we have some ideas in mind for that one i'd say but i saw that the original troll was on amazon that's a fun movie too yeah and so that might be kind of a fun fun one to consider doing coming up here also okay we yeah, got some I, ideas coming that's i for wish sure. damn it now that you mentioned that i i don't know why i can't think of it now but i was um i saw something that jumped out at me the other day that was like a no-brainer i'm trying to remember what the fuck it was uh oh, yeah but Every yeah. now and then we spot them, you know. We'll just you'll just be cruising around. And you'll be like, "Oh yeah, why haven't we talked about that one yet?" <laughs> right, right. I think what's funny to me is just the. I don't want to talk about it too much because if we end up do doing a troll episode, I think it's still funny how the movie Troll was. Um, it's a, it's a solid movie, but uh, the Troll Two has absolutely dick all to do with the original. Oh, um, yeah. The people that the couple that directed the foreign couple that directed Troll Two thought instead of having a title of their own that it would draw more interest to the name uh, if it was if the name was connected to another franchise. So that's why they called it Troll Two. That's uh, crazy. But once again, as anyone will point out, there's not a single troll in Troll Two. They're goblins. So it's just bizarre. It's great. It's great. But yeah. the first troll is a lot of fun. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a solid movie. It's directed by John Carl uh, Bookler, who uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven, Cellar Dweller. So yeah, Ooh, you know. Uh, so yeah, we'll keep uh, we'll keep recording them. You keep listening to them, and uh, we'll uh, you know we'll be here for your uh, for your whack Arnold brothers needs, really. Yes, we will. Um, well, I guess uh, we'll wrap up episode 76 and we'll see y'all on 77. But make sure you have a, you know, a good horror movie or two in between then. That's for damn sure. Oh, for sure. All right. Well, I guess we'll uh, we'll catch you on the next one, dear listeners. <laughs>